Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Today we have a very special guest, part of a great series, Stephanie J. Miller. Uh, Stephanie J. Miller is, uh, she founded Zero Waste in D.C. to focus on the application of zero waste strategies that have a real and sustainable impact. She has also authored the book, Zero Waste Lying, Living, the 80-20 Way. Think about that. With a goal of reaching as wide an audience as possible, she provides advisory services to individual households as well as community and corporate presentations within her 25-year career at the International Finance Corporation, the private sector arm of the World Bank Group. She served as director of IFC's Climate Business Department, where she led global teams to find innovative solutions to climate change. Welcome to Politics Done Right. Stephanie, how are you doing today? Great, Egberto. Thank you. That's Let me, I'm going to ask a very first silly question. Is zero waste, have? does it have more to do with politics or personal responsibility? Uh, no one's asked me that before, but uh, I really uh, believe it's all about personal responsibility. So we can make anything about climate political, that's for sure. Uh, and unlike a recent guest, uh, a fellow author, Paul O'Brien, who predicted the election results, I did not try to do that over the summer when I was writing this book. Um, so no matter how the election would have come out, I'm, I'm glad we have what we have. We have some really promising um, things that are going to come out on climate at the government level, uh, hopefully private sector as well. But regardless of all that, there is an element that I just think is so crucial, and that is the, the personal element. It doesn't excuse corporations. It doesn't excuse government. They have to be a huge part of the solution. Uh, but this doesn't have to be political. I think most Americans see we have to solve the climate crisis. And the cool thing is there's a lot we ourselves can do in, toward that end. You will not imagine how happy I am that that's the way you responded. Because I strongly believe that we have to take responsibility not only for our own economy, not only for our own politics, but for our own well-being. And I think delegating that to others and not taking into consideration all of these things collectively is a great part of the problems that we have societal all completely. So I, I'm, I'm very happy that that is the way you responded to that question. Now, um, why, I know you're the founder of, uh, of Zero Waste DC, so that name alone says much. But tell me, why did you write the book? 
So I wrote the book because after 25 years working in an institution, the International Finance Corporation, the private sector part of the World Bank, where part of my job was to lead climate change. I mean, I had the job of leading climate efforts at the International Finance Corporation. So it was my job to help governments and private sector get on a more sustainable path. But I would come home and I realized I was sort of guilt ridden, but I wasn't, I was paralyzed. I wasn't doing anything in my personal life to address my own waste and carbon footprint. And I ended up leaving the organization about two years ago. And the first thing I decided to do, I decided to take a little time off, take a gap year, as I called it. My son was heading off to college and I wanted to spend more time with him. But I decided I'd also try to finally tackle my own personal waste and carbon footprint and see what I could do about it. And what I realized is I didn't have to do everything perfectly to make a huge difference. And so I wrote the book for the people, and I think there are many of them, who feel they're too busy, uh, like I was, too paralyzed, too guilt-ridden to take the steps that are easy. You don't have to become a climate activist to do a lot of things and actually only a few things that make a really big difference. So that's why I wrote the book. Your aha moment. Yes. Well, yes. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my little aha moment story if you want. Yes, please do. So about, uh, I, I had been going to the dry cleaners because I, you know, I'd go to work in my suits and once or twice a week I go to the dry cleaners and I always had this uncomfortable feeling. I bring home all my clothes and the plastic and, uh, you know, was just aware of all this plastic waste I was creating. I looked it up, 300 million pounds of that plastic from the dry cleaners ends up in the landfill every year. And so I'd always been meaning to ask my dry cleaner, would they be willing to put my clothes in my own reusable garment bag instead of, you know, in the plastic? And don't ask me why it took me quitting my job to finally go in there bravely with my bag and say, could you please do this? And they said, no, not a big deal at all. So I said, okay. And then I, well, it's a bit of a long story, but I ended up pretty quickly within a few weeks convincing them to adopt a program to let other customers uh, use reusable bags. And uh, it took off within a very short period of time, you walk in now and instead of seeing the sea of plastic, a third of their customers use these green reusable bags that they offer. And now you've got, you know, the reusable bags with a bit of plastic and it's, it's great. So for me, that was like, that was an aha moment that I, little old me could just ask this question, get, you know, take it a little bit further and get this dry cleaners to adopt this program and it made me think, aha, you know, I've got a little more time on my hands now. What else could I do? So that was that was where it all started. For me. Well, I think you can remove the old out of that statement. You mean, you know, <laughs> you don't you don't have to put that there because I don't think the, the visuals correspond there. But here's the interesting thing. Uh, it's it's funny that you got that done at that dry cleaning place. And what that dry cleaner finally likely realized as well is it saved them a few bucks. Because now you have your customer bringing in something reusable. They no longer have to buy, uh, they are only buying 67% uh, of the plastics they were buying before. And yeah. now uh, you've done, you've killed two birds with one stone. Uh, well, that's a bad, you know, you've, <laughs> you've killed two bad some things with, with, with one stone. So I think that, that that's more apt. Um, 
I, I, I'll just I, say that. Sorry, I'll just say though. Uh, unfortunately, those plastic uh, wraps are so cheap that that was not what really got them hooked. Uh, they they very tentatively ordered 25 of these bags to offer their customers because they weren't sure they wanted to make the investment. What got them hooked, and it didn't take very long, is that apparently their customers started coming in and were very happy. And I think initially um, the, the owner, who's a very good businessman, was reluctant to do this. But when he saw how happy his customers were, he completely changed over. And then they, they ordered several hundred of these and the idea took off. So uh, honestly, I think you're right. That's what my approach was. Oh, you'll save money. This would mm -hmm. be good for you. I then looked up how cheap this plastic is because it is, and it's sense, right? So it, right. It's, I think it's more in this case, the customer appreciation that really got them hooked. Well, you know, and, and that's, even that is a good thing. I mean, who wouldn't be happy that they're doing something positive for, uh, for the environment or for society in general, but even, even so a happier customer is a customer that comes back, a customer that spends money. So ultimately uh, you are probably a positive on his uh, bottom line anyway, and that he has a new advertising. I mean, it, it's, it, it's sad that we have to always assign uh, what is the other side of the benefit, just not knowing that clean air as good environment, just those alone yeah. Or, you know, the, the financial benefits for that are incalculable. So, yeah, yeah. But they actually have customers who, when they found out they could get this there, they asked their own dry cleaners that wasn't President Valet. And that other dry cleaners nearby said no. So there are a few customers that have migrated over to this uh, dry cleaners because of that. So I do think they're making more money as a result of that. Right. So th there you go. You, uh, so win -win. Don't, for don't forget to send them your uh, investment fee. <laughs> or not investment fee, your advising fee. Yeah, no, they're wonderful. I'm just so glad they agreed to do this. Well, th that's a good thing. Now, uh, you're, you're, you talk about it in your, in your book, Food, uh, how wasteful we are in food, not only how wasteful we are in food, but I mean, uh, how there, there are a lot of aspects to the way we eat that's very un environmentally unfriendly. Why yeah. don't you tell us some of those and what we, in your 80-20 rule, what little things we can do to mitigate that? Yeah, so maybe I should first explain what the 80-20 rule is, because interesting, I wrote the book and then I started asking all my friends, do you know what the, you know, the 80-20 rule? And mm -hmm. some of them said, oh yeah, of course. And some of them, same family, some of them said, I have no idea what you're talking about. So the 80-20 rule is this thing we used to always talk about in my workplace, which is you really, not all actions are equal. You really only have to do the 20% most impactful things to make 80% of the difference, you know, give or take. So, you know, we used to say 80% of our business came from 20% of our clients, that sort of thing. So I, I decided to try to adopt this rule because uh, I really didn't like the all or nothing. Zero waste is a bit of an intimidating concept. So taking the 80-20 approach uh, worked for me. The food food is, um, there, there are a few things, not, you don't have to do a whole lot. You don't have to become a vegetarian. So let's start first with what you eat. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. 
Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, "Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more." But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. I was raised that you know it's a, not a full meal if you don't have meat on the table. Unfortunately, I raised my son that way. <laughs> you know that's this is this is dinner, and it's got three or four components. Meat is always one of them. So uh, it was intimidating to me when my vegetarian friends would say to me, "Stephanie, you care about the climate. The most important thing you could do. Why don't you just quit meat?" And I and I couldn't quite bring myself to do it, but. What was really encouraging is that I realized I didn't have to to make a huge difference. So again, getting back to the eighty twenty idea, you know, it's not black and white. It's not meat and vegetables. If you actually look at the carbon intent, and I'm not trying to make excuses because I I really would like to go all vegetarian, and I'm I'm moving in that direction. But so far, I've got like three to four dinners a week. I can safely say are vegetarian in our household. The the thing is that. If you look at meat and you look at vegetables on a chart in terms of carbon emissions, beef is way up there. Beef contributes to 60 kilograms of carbon emissions for one kilogram of beef. Wow! So you know that's a decision.、Mm-hmm. Under that, 10 times less than beef is chicken. So you don't have to go all the way down. And fish is half of chicken. Of course, if you go to any of the vegetables and fruits, they're at the lower end of of the spectrum. But my point is, and I and I say this to myself and to all my friends, is that you know every time you cook a meal, and of course during the pandemic we're all eating more at home, unless we're getting takeout, you know we're cooking a lot more, and there's an opportunity every single day at your very next meal to make a carbon wise choice. So you don't have to feel guilty if you have some meat. That's that's what I'm trying to say. So food, what you eat, hugely important. The other thing I would say around food that was the biggest surprise to me when I started doing this,、uh, looking at this a couple years ago, I worked in climate, right? But I was not aware that food waste was so significant. So if you look at all the things that could be done to reverse climate change, there's a, a set of scientists that came up with this great book. You know, eighty things. Eighty. It's called drawdown. Eighty things you can do to reverse climate change. Number three on the list is food waste. Wow. And then you you probably think I did that. Okay, food waste that happens at the farm and distribution, transportation, restaurants, hotels. It does, but the most significant contributor to food waste is us at the household level. We contribute the most. So that's an opportunity, right? And then. I give some ideas in the book for what you can do to re- reduce food waste. For us,、uh, I one of the things I do now that I wasn't doing before, and it's made a huge difference, is I do a three-minute daily fridge review, and that means just making sure I have a 
a, a shelf in the fridge that's labeled eat me first. <laughs> and my goal is I spend the two to three minutes a day, not a huge commitment, but I do it every day. And I try to bring forward all the food that's close to going bad. I try to put it in transparent glass containers so everyone can see what they should try to eat first. That has really reduced our food waste greatly. And the last thing I'll, I'll say about food is the joy of composting. So I, I'm not a gardener. I, I have a little backyard, but we were not composting. I thought that's what the green thumb friends of mine did. And I had no idea, again, I'm embarrassed to say this because I was focused on climate change, but when food ends up in the landfill, which all of our food waste did, instead of in a compost bin, you know, it's not exposed to oxygen and therefore right. the breakdown creates methane, methane, which is a greenhouse gas so much more potent than, than CO2. CO2. Yeah. So, gosh, I mean, I wish that we had compost services for free here the way they have in Canada. We don't, but it is actually pretty easy to compost on your own. And then I don't think you're in the DC area, but in DC, we have all sorts of options. There are paid services, weekly pickups for $8 a week. The city of DC also offers drop-off compost at most of the many farmers markets in most neighborhoods. So there's a lot of options. And I think if there's one thing I'd change about the US um, waste system, it would be encouraging more composting at the municipal level. So when you talk about DC having compost, you're talking about they'll pick up compost, um, pick up food for composting, or do they also have a delivery service for to farmers for compost that they've made? What, how does it work? So uh, you can uh, pay a private company. I did this for a while before I got brave enough to try it on my own. It's really not hard, but, mm -hmm. but I did this initially. Uh, I paid a private company to come pick up my compost, uh, my vegetable and fruit scraps, and also bread and rice if you had that left over. And they would do that. What DC offers is a drop-off service. So you can take, you can collect your, your bin for a week's worth of vegetable scraps and bring it to say a nearby farmer's market. And they will do the same thing that that private service was doing for me, which is they'll collect it, they'll industrially compost it, and then they'll use it for, uh, for planting. Um, it's a good question. Where, where does that compost end up? Uh, who do they give it to? I don't know the answer to that, but I, I will check on that, but yeah. it goes, it, it gets used so that's and it's in demand so it's a great now, do you use your service. own compost for growing at all i do now so one of the other things i started doing dirt you know we all have our pandemic projects right so mine was we started growing tomatoes and we started growing herbs so i use the compost for that uh and it's fun i mean i and i will tell you besides the two minute fridge review three minute fridge review i recommended we immediately saw a drop in our volume of garbage every week. Yeah, of course. As soon as we started doing Now, the, what about the, the volume of dirt that you have in the backyard now? Uh, it's not, it's not huge. It's, it's a, I really, it's a little miracle. You put this stuff in, you turn it every once in a while. Nature does its thing, you know, a little bit of water, air, um, and heat. And right now in the winter, it's slow. It doesn't 
produce this the, the compost soil as quickly but it's there it's uh it doesn't it gets warm right uh the the, the the activity i think it that generates some heat on its own right it does but certainly the summer and spring it's things a happen a lot faster and you don't put meat in pile. compost is that right yeah, so so that's a great and important question. If you're composting at home and you live in an urban environment, you probably don't want to put meat in there because uh, your it's you know home composting, unlike industrial composting. Industrial the heat they they have systems that create a lot of heat, and so you don't have to worry so much about some of the food items you put in. I would have rats if oh, if I put. Uh, right meat here. There are some services that will take meat as one of the things they'll pick up for you. And there are others that, that won't. So it just depends on the service you use, but they have to end up having a system that can deal with meat. Okay. Let's talk plastics. Yeah. So plastics for me is an eye-opening thing. You, you, you know, I changed my glasses one day. This, this is what it felt like. And all of a sudden, I saw plastic all around me. We are in such a convenience culture. Plastic, and here I mean single-use plastic, right? So I don't mean the, the stuff that's sitting around uh, your house that, that is permanent, but um, I mean the, the plastic water bottle, the, you know, the, the takeout plastic containers. Bags, the plastic containers. Plastic bags. One use, yeah. Yeah. It's, we touch it for a few seconds, maybe a few minutes. Maybe we put it in the fridge for a little while. And then it's in, uh, well, it's usually improperly recycled, but let's say we get it right. Even when you recycle plastic, and only about 9% of plastic has ever been recycled in the U.S. So it's... Me, 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 but also you... The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal you know, really um, not significant. It's important to get it right. Recycling is, we can talk about, is key. But plastic waste is huge. It's growing. The plastics industry during the pandemic has made it uh, a cause, I think, for them to associate safety with plastic. It's not true. In fact, uh, 125 scientists came out in June epidemiologists, immunologists, and said, no, it's not true. You can be just as safe from the pandemic using reusables instead of single-use plastic. You just have to do the same thing we're, we're all doing, which is hygiene, hand washing in between. So the plastic thing for me was about having my eyes open. And the recommendation I, I make to people is, I can't tell you what is your single biggest use of 
reusable plastic, but chances are there's one thing or just a handful of things that you buy every day, at least I did, and you just don't think about it. For me, it was my water bottle. Back when I was going to work, I was buying a couple bottles of water a day in single-use plastic. So I ended up, uh, when I embarked on this journey, I ended up buying one of those cool stainless steel, you know, um, swell bottles, really cool. And I brought my bottle with me everywhere I went. And if I forgot it, I went thirsty. But what it did was it opened my eyes to the fact that I was a huge contributor to the single use plastics problem. And once you do that, then you start to think of, oh, what else could I do differently? Because there's so many swaps you can make. Again, I could probably spend three hours just talking about all the hacks, all the swaps. But the key thing is knowing what, what in your life are you contributing to that you could in fact eliminate completely? Let, let me get on top of that, even sticking with the plastic because I'm guilty as hell. I like those small Ziploc bags to put away a whole lot of food in single serving bags and throw it in the freezer. And then the, you can then take it out and warm it up and you know, three pieces and you're, you're done with a meal right? Um, are there Ziploc replacements that are biodegradable that we can be looking into right now? Still throwaway, but biodegradable? Or do we have to stay with the containers that we reuse and wash? So first of all, if you use one of those Ziploc bags again and again and again, then you are reusing it. Mm -hmm. So that's good. I, I mean, I don't think we should guilt. One of my biggest things is let's stop with the shaming game and you know let's make sure people if most people want to do the right thing so let's point them in the right direction in a nice way if you're reusing your bag i have a friend who reuses those ziploc bags for years there's nothing wrong with that so i'm not into suggesting you go and buy a whole bunch of zero waste products if you don't need them there are substitutes there are silicone Ziploc bags. I have some beeswax bags I use. They're not as versatile, I'll admit, as the plastic, but for some things, they're perfectly fine. My fiance and I have an argument most weeks about, for this, I'm going to use the Ziploc bag. And I, yeah, so we have a few in the house, but I, there are really good substitutes. I just don't think anyone should be ashamed of using Ziploc bags as long as they're not using it once and then getting rid of it. Excellent. Um, we're we're going to have to kind of run a little bit here and say recycle right. What does that mean? So uh, we in the U.S. are terrible at recycling. In all sorts of ways, we're terrible. We have a terrible recycling rate. It's been at the same level, about 35% for decades. We contaminate. That means we put things in the bin that don't belong there, and they make the rest of the stuff in the bin uh, non-recyclable, especially food. Uh, please, uh, one thing I would say to anyone who's still putting plastic bags in your recycle bin, don't. They're dangerous for the workers at these uh, recycling facilities. They're not recyclable at these facilities. They are recyclable if you bring them back to the grocery store. There's some partnerships. The thing I recommend in the book is to do an audit, which sounds really boring, but it's actually kind of fun. Uh, you only have to do it once, maybe twice, where you take a look at what's in there and you make sure you just Google recycling rules near me, make sure that you're putting the stuff in that belongs there. And then that's a great opportunity when you do this audit to figure out what could you actually be reducing? 
you know, if you see a bunch of plastic uh, carbonated uh, water bottles, could you instead use a, a different container or could you get one of those soda streams so you're not using the bottles, that sort of thing. Now, beyond the individual, uh, we were talking about, we started the conversation with personal responsibility, which I think was uh, the perfect thing to do. Beyond the individual, is that activism? Is that trying to get your politicians to do what they need to do? So certainly uh, at the political level, but here I mean uh, influencing your local representatives, you know, ask why, why don't we have composting service yet? Uh, try to support the Break Free from Plastic Pollution Act. Those things are, are good to do. For those of us who are busy, what I say is you don't realize how much influence you already have in your community, your friends, your family, huge amount of um, the most exciting thing when I was writing this book is realizing the social norms that we can set. Greta Thunberg did an interview yeah. recently where she talked about, you know, they, they did this study where they tried to get people to reduce their energy consumption and they told them, do it for the environment, do it for your future, um, do it to save money. The thing that convinced people the most to reduce their energy consumption, you'll never guess what it was. It uh, was what was it? It was, uh, here is how you compare with your neighbors on energy consumption. Interesting we care. competition. We care. We are such social animals. We care about what other people are doing. And so to me, the most exciting thing is to realize if you, if you embark on this journey, you can influence beyond your own household. You have a huge social media, um, lots of ways to tell your friends, family, and everyone who follows you what you're doing. And they will start realizing, aha, that might be something I want to try as well. Well, um, Stephanie, what should I have asked you or what would you have wanted me to ask you that I didn't? I think you, you covered everything uh, really well. Um, yeah, it's, it's I, a pleasure. I, oh, I spring that question on everybody at the end. I know, because... I watch your, I watch your um, interviews. I know you do. And I was ready to make sure that you asked me about influence because it's so exciting, but you did. So, you know, I think we covered a lot. There's a lot people can do. I think the, the, the message that I would most want people to know is that you don't, I was paralyzed two years ago, most of my career. You don't have to be parallel, paralyzed. You can do so much. You don't have to do it perfectly, but embarking on making a few decisions about what you're going to do differently, you can feel very confident you are lowering your impact, both on the waste side and on the carbon side. Stephanie J. Miller, founder of Zero Waste in D.C. and author of Zero Waste Living, the 80-20 way. You'll find the links to the book in our blog post as well as elsewhere. It's been my pleasure to have you on board Politics Done Right. Thank you so kindly for having been here. Thank you so much, Egberto. Great to be here. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know.
is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal.